0: welcome everyone welcome back uh so sorry about that delay uh we've been on the go a lot uh the amount of caffeine i've been having is astronomous, but we're still here we're still working and there's a lot of episode coming out that i'm pretty pretty excited to release but first today's guest brianna lemoine uh she works with Kelly salvador that was on the show one of the first episode um of the podcast so Brianna LeJuan, why I wanted to have her on the show was just her use of social media and movement. Um, she does something really, really cool called Mid in Motion that she posts on a weekly or bi-week, uh, twice a week uh, on her Instagram um, and shares some movement that are very, very simple that you can do in trans- transition phases um, on our day-to-day life. They're very, very simple movement. They're really hard. I've tried a couple. And... Thank God this is not on the Internet because I would be probably shamed for life about those. But it was so, so cool to also understand her progress uh, as an RMT. She's two years into the business or into the industry as a massage therapist, um, just like I am, like Dylan uh, and a lot of the old guests. It's also really, really cool to understand how her process was uh, with COVID and managing, creating a business. So without further ado, let's dive into this episode. I was really, really, that was a big treat for me to understand her process and uh, see the grind she made to make this out. So without further ado, Brianna Lamont. Sweet. And we're live now. We're recording. Brianna, thank you so much for joining the show today. Super stoked to have you on and super stoked to talk to you about Minute Emotion.
1: Yeah, I'm happy to be here.
0: So let's start at the beginning. So, what's your background, or how got you? How did you got into the field with massage therapy?
1: Um, well, it's interesting because I honestly didn't even think about massage no before. Um, I wanted to do physiotherapy to start, uh, and then so I did my undergrad and. Then uh through that I kind of found massage.
0: Oh interesting.
1: So in my last
0: pardon? That's interesting. That like that you like it's it was like the undergrad physio school and then you found massage therapy through the undergrad.
1: Yeah, it was like my last year of um human kinetics where I did my placement. Um I did it in a physiotherapy clinic and it wasn't the best experience. Oh, me. cool. Cool. Um, yeah. And uh, at the time I was really into yoga and then, um, I met a massage therapist back home where I'm from.
0: Where are you're did yoga. Where's from? where's home for you? If you don't
1: mind? Uh, Pembroke. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she did yoga and massage therapy and that really interested me. Um, Cause I really liked the movement aspect of it and the physiotherapy clinic that I was in didn't really do too much movement. It was more of using machines.
0: Um, so that's the classic, right? A lot of like, even for me, it was the same thing when I, when I found what massage therapy was, it was like physio, a lot of physiotherapists was machines and very passive modalities.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where I wanted to be with, the person like 100% of the time
0: um, that's interesting that's really cool good for you for finding this and then having that connection of like mixing yoga for that mentor of yours right, right, right outside of the outside of the gate
1: mm-hmm. yeah it was just like a shot in the dark because I've never thought of it I've never had a massage before I was like
0: okay <laughs> wow interesting uh, interesting and then when we're So you graduated from HK, Mm -hmm. and then you moved to massage therapy. Which school did you go to?
1: Uh, I went to Algonquin.
0: Oh, nice. Did you do the advanced program since you already had the bachelor's degree?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was the two years of intensive.
0: How how was your intensive program?
1: Uh, It was good.
0: I really liked it. Nice. Nice. That's awesome. A lot of people like with doing intensive program, like a lot of people that I've talked that did an intensive program after like a HK degree or bachelor's degree had a pretty good experience.
1: Mm-hmm. I okay. found like I knew a lot of like the anatomy,
0: physiology, so it made it kind
1: of easier, I guess, in a way.
0: And you're also like a lot more mature at that time, right? So like jumping in a two year intensive, you're like, ah, piece of cake, I, I graduated from university.
1: Mm, yeah yeah university was like a lot of studying you really had to mature through the years
0: (laughs) like you're like first year all right let's party and then as you progress you're like oh okay i need good grades i
1: actually need to study a
0: bit (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's amazing so that like that's cool that the upbringing for massage therapy was through yoga and then meeting that person do you mix Mm. them? so, like, how is that connection through school of, like, that yoga practice and massage therapy?
1: What do you mean? How is it?
0: Because, like, for me, uh, so I'll put a context instead. I'm way better. I don't ask good questions. I'd, I'd, <laughs> but, like, for me, the, the strength and conditioning was very against what massage therapy was taught. So it was like hard for me mm. to like understand the material when it came to treatment. When I was just like, "Oh, we could just do this instead." So, like, oh, it was, you mean like the,
1: the passive way of treating? Yeah,
0: yeah, that? yeah. The the passive okay. way, or like the education, because you already know so much about active modalities, mm-hmm. right? So when you're learning those passive modalities, how is that jiving with like the bachelor's degree, the experience with yoga?
1: Um. I think for me, it was, I always had in the back of my mind, I wanted to do more active stuff. Um, So like with my massage, I kinda, I don't do just like passive massage on the table. Like I actually like activate the muscles um, when I'm massaging as well. Uh,
0: Yeah, it's it's a weird thing, right? Like that's a lot of like, and that's what one big thing of the podcast where I started was like, trying to talk to a different massage therapist are you are you still there because it froze before okay perfect um (laughs) but it's a the podcast it's fun to talk to other therapists that are thinking in a different way than more passive modalities and hence like having our sharing our five cents on the industry and like talking of different ways to influence the profession or a treatment in an active way is really nice especially like i never had people so far that with the background of yoga or gymnastic as much.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's what kind of, um, got me into like more mobility, um, stuff and like doing more of that with my clients, um, because of my background.
0: That's really cool. That's really cool. So how'd you got to like, how'd you got involved with yoga then? And like, because now you do, uh, I've, I've seen on your story, you you do like a lot of like what the Alex Kazan does.
1: Mm, uh, yeah, like yoga, I found yoga in university. Um, and um I really like that and then like I kind of got out of it in high school and all that and then I found yoga which was kind of like gymnastics in a way like the flexibility um the movement uh so yeah that's how I kind of got into yoga
0: oh nice so just like an, a natural progression from like oh cool yeah nice yeah. nice and now you're back mm-hmm. doing a lot of part keep going
1: um, I was looking for more like a, a way I can train that was kind of related to gymnastics.
0: So. Nice. And it was a, a
1: bit gentle on my body.
0: Fair, fair. Yeah, like I've been working uh, recently with some gymnastics athlete in town and I'm like just understanding the regimen they go through I'm like, you're, you're a superhero.
1: <laughs> Definitely fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, on and- And like, I'm not a gymnast, right? (laughs) It's, like, I've done some chest of bar pull-ups, and that's pretty much the extent of it. I did one muscle-up one time, and, you know, I know what I do now. But (laughs) (laughs) Um, so how did you, like, so that progression, if we go back from, like, you you found yoga through school, through university, then you moved to massage therapy, did the intensive in two years, so what was your first job? Did you start with the uh, Kelly at recover at recover RX or did you had some jobs on the side?
1: Um, no, like my first massage, um, as an RMT was at, um, kinetic edge recover RX. Oh sweet. Um, yeah. I kind of found them. Like I, uh, Joanna, she had posted a flyer up at uh, Algonquin and it was it happened to be like a year old, I think. So she wasn't looking for any RMTs. Um, but she said she was looking for an RMT and a receptionist. So I messaged her. I'm like, I'll be your receptionist until I can be an RMT and then I can work for you. Um, but little did I know they had Recover RX in the making. Um,
0: so they would have a space for me. That's and, amazing. Yeah. That's
1: amazing. Here we are.
0: <laughs> that's amazing. And then, so cool. So, like, been, like, since, like, you've been on the, like, with Kinetic Edge Recover since the jump, right? Like, since the start of Recover. That's yeah. Been, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. And, like, it's cool that, like, <clears throat> and then that's what I was talking with Kelly. It's, like, this idea of, like, everyone is sharing that, like, last year took the opportunity to, like, share their thoughts and what you've learned to empower people to move. And I think you did a wonderful thing in the last year with Minute Motion.
1: Mm, thank
0: you. And that's one of like one thing I really want to talk about today. It's like the idea, like what was the catalyst to create that movement?
1: Um, I think it was like the the shutdown, um, like from COVID, and people just like being at home and not moving as much. Um, there's like some people reaching out to me just. They are feel, feeling achy, feeling pains and stiff. Um, and I just wanted a way to like motivate people to get them moving. Um, so that's kind of what created it, I guess. And then, Like a way to move creatively, if that's a word.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I'm French. But, I say whatever I want. And then it seems to be <laughs> pretty decent at the end of the day that is super interesting that's super cool that like you took that opportunity like okay cool like this is what's up
1: Mm -hmm. and And. i always want to encourage people to like explore their body too and explore what their body can
0: do Mm -hmm. because i've been like even like uh last time i had uh last podcast i was talking with dylan and same thing she took the time and like an opportunity to like create something for clients of like all right it's either i do or i don't and I think it's the same thing with you. You created mm-hmm. something very, very sustainable for people of like understanding what you can do at home and under, like create some level, some sort of level of awareness of movement. Mm. Which is really nice. Good job. What was the most biggest challenge with creating this hashtag for you?
1: Um, oh, that's a good question. Um, I think maybe just like coming up with things, but even then, I don't know, my brain just goes to places when I'm moving.
0: Fair. So So do you press record? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm just picturing like you pressing record and then like just flowing through movement sequences and like, okay, that's a good one. Let's try to record this one.
1: Um, A little bit. Like sometimes it'll be, um, yeah, I do like movement flows. Um for myself, and then I'm like, oh this will be a good one for people to do. or I'll be like working out. And <laughs> I'll just randomly think of something in the middle of a workout. I'm like,
0: okay, let's try this. So nice, nice. That's awesome. And it's also a great way to assess like and keep like in touch with your clients, right? in a way of like the demographic and like it's also something for you and your training that you're gonna explore, especially like with the yoga and gymnastics side of things you're like oh that would be a really good thing to do mm-hmm. so it's like yeah, doubling find, down on your knowledge i love it
1: yeah i find uh, like the people who try it too and they they let me know about it they're always like wondering oh like i can't really do this so like why you know and then oh sweet dive deeper into it like oh maybe your ankle isn't moving like as it should be you know and just little that's,
0: things like that's amazing did you, did you got a lot of traction by that by those minute motion of like you shared those and then clients uh or your followers on instagram or facebook saw them they tried it and then they're like oh okay cool and they came to see you at the office afterwards
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah oh sweet so, uh, sweet yeah it's, it's been interesting yeah
0: that's really cool because like now you're able to like create uh, a pattern or a flow and that way from that flow you're able to like have that follow back of a client he's like oh, okay he or she came to the to you and they're like okay cool I did I tried this the other day and then you go through the p- pattern you post that and then you're like okay so what did you do and you're, like, oh, okay so this this and this is oh, that's really cool that's so cool I, I love this because mm-hmm. my biggest thing was walking and now like RMTs in motion is a thing.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and it's it's weird, right? It's like, I don't know for you if you have that thought. It's like, it's weird to see how s- something so simple of like creating an education or an, a way to express yourself as a professional to just share information and people going to take it or not. And if they do, they could create that really good relationship with you which is so cool to me and i think it's really neat for you like you're creating especially in ottawa with like the mm-hmm. the, the the importance of yoga yoga is very very popular too so you could you have that big in especially with your background that's it's so cool
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah i know it's definitely
0: been fun <laughs> yeah what's what's some courses have you take so far like in your journey as a massage therapist?
1: Um, I've done, uh, I did a cupping course and nice. then I've done anatomy trains.
0: Oh, I, I have so many questions.
1: <laughs> I was doing that um, right before COVID happened. So I was in the middle of a course doing my part one for it. We ended up finishing it. Okay, good. Yeah, later on. Yeah. But it gave me stuff to study, too, um, throughout the shutdown, which is kind of nice.
0: Nice. So I've read the book. And so what was your thoughts with the course? Because it's definitely a course I'm very interested in taking.
1: Um, I really liked it. No, it, like, the different view it gives on the body um, and the fascial lines um, was very interesting to me. Um, Yeah, and just, like, the different way that they treat like the fascia wise um i didn't really know too much about that coming out of uh um school at algonquin so
0: interesting and then it's it's weird because like fascia plays such a big component for your for your activities that you're performing either that's gymnastic or yoga fascial restriction mm-hmm. are a real thing if you have some anterior posterior slings or spiral line restriction
1: mm-hmm yep yeah. And just, like, the fact that it can be in different areas. Um, Like, maybe you feel it in your hamstrings, but maybe it's coming from the back of your neck. (laughs) Like, it's
0: wild. That's so cool, because, like, I've recently treated a bodybuilder, and I've applied what I've learned through, like, the book to help her get more rotation.
1: Okay. For
0: for posing. Yeah. Yes, I'm interested which is like super interesting to understand like the, the spiral line, how I was coming through for her. And mm-hmm. honestly, that was the best book I've read since I've graduated for my, for my, for my practice.
1: Oh yeah, I agree. And even um, like having the posters or having the book with you and like showing it to people because they don't really know too much about the muscles, the anatomy and actually them seeing it gets them like to understand why you may be treating in a different area yeah,
0: yeah. and because like you could say a tense like show the tense greeting model with like turning your shirt but it doesn't actually create the value to the client of understanding like what it is, that mm-hmm. is so, yeah <laughs> that is so cool so you have the book in your office every day you're like all right let, read it we're gonna go through this Understand this. This is affecting point A, has an impact on point B, and vice versa. And that's why I'm going to start here and then go there. Are you still there? All right, we're back on but yeah but f- sorry folks if you're listening to this uh zoom isn't very cooperative today i don't know why um uh, sunday probably is taking off um but yeah like the from the the anatomy train. what was the biggest lesson you've taken from that
1: mm, i think of like looking at the body um as a whole than actually just like looking at one specific area
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so let's say uh, someone approaches for treatment per se, or comes into the treatment room. Let's just say this for the sake of it, a bodybuilder, how do you gonna like approach that treatment versus someone that would be like working at CRA?
1: Um, I probably would look at like, so with anatomy trains, they do do a lot with like looking at the posture first. Um, but then from there, like seeing maybe like what pull the fascia is having on their posture and then bringing it in with movement, getting them to move and seeing if that pull is also affecting their movement in a way. Um, and then going from there like seeing where that restriction. Is
0: so from. for for a desk jockey would it be what where, where would you start treatment or like look at points that would like be, to take care of
1: mm, definitely like their upper body and their front of their neck their chest okay cool sitting, sitting, yeah.
0: yeah and like it's weird right like for that for those text neck or desk jockeys i guess like the last year everyone's been so stuck at home mm-hmm. and right. like in improper desk setups too and, yeah. sitting on a like dining chair table or a bar still to like complete work
1: yeah down on their couch <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: so that's cool that you started like the rib cage like rib cage chest right to understand like what was what would be there obviously mm-hmm. and it makes sense too right starting air as a point of view to either the rib cage or the hips
1: yeah
0: and then understanding like the pelvic position versus the rib cage that's interesting what was like the the thing you knew coming into to anatomy trains?
1: Like coming into a course? Or?
0: Yeah, coming to that course. Like, what did you already knew about that? Oh, um... Because, like...
1: You didn't know too much.
0: Oh, okay, interesting.
1: I seem to jump
0: into things
1: without knowing a lot about
0: it. That's uh, perfect. That's perfect. Like, innocence... Innocent... ignorant, Innocent... uh Ignorance is strength, right? Like you just jump in and then learn as, learn as you go. That's what I do over here. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I was like, I was told uh, by Richard who actually works here that, cause he's a rolfer and um, mm-hmm. he was telling me about that type of um, treatment and how anatomy trains is kind of like more like new and improved on developing. So um, I started reading the book and I was like, okay, maybe Um, I'll try it.
0: Nice. And it gives you, like, a certain specific lens, too. Pardon? It, like, it gives you a certain under, like, a better lens of understanding when someone shows up. Mm, Yeah. Like, through, through anatomy trains. I think it's very, very important. It's better than, like, McGee or Rattray's understanding. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And let's not open that can of worm. It's already been opened too many times. What's the, and then what's the other course you've done? Because cupping, I think it's a it's a really good, cool course to to create buy-in with a client or understanding what fascia is. Mm-hmm,
1: yeah, it's definitely like a different way to treat the fascia. I don't use it too much, but...
0: Nice, cool. Yeah. It's like something in a toolbox when you need it.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: It's not something like you should whip out with everyone because now it becomes a passive modality after this, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, even with the cupping, I would use it more like moving the cups or put the cups on and move the limb. Or
0: Nice. Nice. Yeah. Try to stay very, very dynamic, right, too, with treatment. Yeah. That's really cool. What other course have you done?
1: Um, those are the only two. Oh,
0: right sweet. Now. So, like, you're brand new to the field, too, then? Yeah. Like, when did you graduate? I, that should have been, like, in the list of questions I had, should have been, like, the first question. <laughs>
1: Uh, 2019.
0: Oh, fuck. So, like, you you opened up practice, and then you got cut. You're like, all right. Yeah,
1: it was, it was, like, crazy because the first year of my um, college program,
0: we had uh, the strike. Oh, so you were in class with Dylan then? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Small world. So, you know Craig, too, then?
1: Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Such a small world. Great.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So you <laughs> had the strike. Yeah. And then,
1: then alright, started, and then we had COVID. <laughs> so
0: wow. All right, let's hope there's nothing left, right? At, like, I mean, bring it on. I guess. <laughs> like, <laughs> ready right to rock, right? Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, okay. and so do you have any courses like in the next couple years that like you want to tackle or some sort of, you know some stuff you want to actually dive into
1: um yeah i've definitely been thinking about like frc and kin stretch nice like more mobility
0: which would make so a lot of sense with like the background you have
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: that's amazing because like that's the thing right like coming into that was the question the reference point because um, I got FRC done by the chiro I've been seeing. So, like, oh. going to that course, I understand, like, oh, it's making circles around a, 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 a joint. But mm-hmm. going to anatomy trains, you're like, fascia pulls things together, pulls things apart. Uh, let's hope it's going to be good, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. Nice. Uh, and, and, Like, like there's a lot of people in Ottawa that does it, but if you're A, because I know you have Kelly that does it, too, and Johanna, I believe.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, they took the FRC class, yeah.
0: Cool. And, like, that's a really, they're really good mentors for you to, like, learn and also practice with them, right, to understand what it is.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That's how I heard about it was from
0: Kelly. Nice. How is it working with Kelly, too? Like, I have so many questions. So many
1: questions. (laughs) Really? It's great. Yeah, I'm actually, like, really happy that, like, I don't know, like, I
0: found her, I guess. (laughs) Fair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's nice because, like, the way I found Kelly was through a common friend at the gym and someone at a podcast. When I listened to her on the podcast, I was like, oh, you're allowed to do a lot of social media with or outsource your social media to someone and using the power of social media to create a clientele. And when she, which like light up so much more uh, ideas for me to use the social, the power of social media. And I think it's really good to bring more. Sorry. um,
1: She, she actually suggested I do social media too. I was like, I was like on the edge, I'm like, I don't know like should I do it should I not like I'm not big on like putting myself out there or I wasn't at the time um and she's like do it so it's like all right (laughs) here
0: we go (laughs) share hope for the best yeah Um, did you look do you look back to like old videos that you put up
1: um I haven't actually maybe I should I don't know
0: (laughs) The same thing for me, like when COVID hit last year, I started putting out a lot of content and try to like more on the educational base since I teach in a college institution. And I'm like, yeah, I wanna practice the, the, the way I deliver information. And there's one video, like I messed up the anterior pelvic the anterior posterior pelvic tilt on a squat form video. And I'm like, I gotta put this video there forever just to like remind myself I gotta be better at what I. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, but i mean that happens right like and we learn from it which is, yeah. which is the nice thing hmm. well so with all that like you, you just you're very very new to the field and like that's so cool and then you're able to like succeed really well at it how's the schedule been for you like coming back to work and under like having some put time aside to build a social media and work and actually enjoy life and train
1: yeah no it's um it's been good actually like uh like the client load has been good um my schedule has my schedule actually got better (laughs) because yes I was like all over the place just like trying to find when I could work um so it became like more compact which was actually quite beautiful
0: (laughs) sweet so like what pre-covid how many clients you had um weekly like if you remember
1: 15
0: oh Oh, nice really good start
1: yeah i was working three jobs and then oh shit i yeah so like covid was like a blessing a little bit (laughs) because it allowed me to just like come back and realize like what i want to do
0: I started having like just like sweats, and when you said three jobs, what would you would you do?
1: Um, I so RMT. I worked the reception desk here, and then I worked at Starbucks.
0: Oh, barista! Yes. Nice. <laughs> I yeah. When you have three jobs, you need all the caffeine, right?
1: Oh my gosh, yeah! It's like free drinks, so <laughs> um,
0: on tap nitro on tap.
1: When I worked this. Starbucks in the morning come to
0: a massage at night. (laughs) And then do receptionist whenever the time was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I had something very, very similar when I started. I was, like, teaching, working, uh, delivering, like, car parts in a car and (laughs) online coaching, and then I was just trying to figure it out. And then same thing. COVID hit, and I'm, like, we need to reassess life. Yeah. (laughs) But it's funny, though, because – This is, I'm happy that like, we we could have those thoughts, like that conversation about work and managing that workload. Because now that you understand what it takes to be quote unquote successful at what we do or have that consistent schedule, Mm -hmm. those are, those are things that like you wouldn't have learned if you wouldn't have three jobs.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Um, Like I'm definitely like grateful for going through that but I don't want to do it again.
0: <laughs> and I think you're bringing this point, not doing it again is the motivation to work harder.
1: Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. So like, um, after COVID, like being able to open up my schedule to like have like more clients, see more clients, create like more content for people out there. And also like training. Cause like training gives me inspiration for other people. Um, so also having my time.
0: Uh, yeah. Nice. Have you blocked off time on your schedule to like, okay, this is training time more? Uh, yeah. yeah. Nice. Good for you. Congrats.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, like
0: that was something I struggled for for the last year. Like I was like, okay, I'm just going to open my schedule nine to eight every day. Have, mm-hmm. And then when I was teaching, I had those blocks for teaching or coaching but never for training. And now since I've been putting my time for training, I'm like, okay, this is your time. This is yours time. Like put your phone down and then just work.
1: Mm -hmm. And I finally get it it helps you in working because it's kind of like a meditation in a way. Like you go into yourself, right? That fuels you. 100%.
0: And and also like one thing to add to this, it's also like it preaches what, you preach all day to the client of like, okay, you got to make sure that you're present when you're doing those stuff. And especially like we're practicing in a very like quote unquote new age. I was like, okay, we're going to see you move or understand movement with you, teach you patterns that you need to understand to be successful throughout your day. Mm -hmm. So like it, it forced like that. That was the big lesson for me. Is like, okay, you gotta, you gotta preach everything. Like what you do. Like how you do one thing is how you do everything.
1: Yeah, and even like, I think um, like whenever your clients see you like doing what you do, they know that oh you're like taking the time for yourself or you're you're doing what you love to do, and that kind of like um, I guess like motivates them to do what they want to do,
0: right? What yeah, that's always one thing. Like I have I had a hard time, and I still have a hard time understanding. It's like I'm gonna put videos online of me lifting or training and then people like oh my rmt is like someone told me the other day like i see you lift and train it motivates me to do the same Mm -hmm. because when i'm going to come to see you and you're going to be like oh when you're going to ask me that question have you did your training have you did your exercise you if i respond no you'll give me shit and i'm like yes you're right (laughs) yes so no that's cool and like especially for you like working in that yoga gymnastic community you do you show that you're doing what you preach or the t- stuff you love it creates a matter clientele funnel to what you mm-hmm. see every day
1: mm-hmm. yeah which is yeah which like makes me want to strive even more which is what i'm interested in
0: um 100 because it's so cool to see this right like I love the progression, the handstand progression that you've been sharing. Mm.
1: That's
0: that's something that's really cool because a lot of people that, especially in CrossFit now, handstand walking and handstand push-up is like such a big thing. Um, And then that you're in gymnastics doing a handstand is like a very, very, I don't know, I'll call it a basic skill, I guess, to get. It's
1: like one
0: of the first ones. Yeah. You'll learn to do a, a handstand before you do a front flip, I guess
1: oh for for sure
0: (laughs) and so that you see progression week to week on your stories on your on your post through social media clients are like oh she she's doing the work there's Mm -hmm. a progressing there's something progressive happening just being consistent at the scale
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and just like I think it's also important to show that it's like it doesn't come all at once that you there's like Things you have to do before actually getting that handstand
0: yeah and, and that's the thing that like i was super surprised by that like you're not afraid of sharing those
1: yeah i yeah at first it was like oh like i don't know <laughs> if i should share this but it's like it's the reality you know you're not gonna be perfect as something right away
0: and as much fresh like this is so frustrating but it's so right
1: <laughs> yes <laughs>
0: Like yesterday I shared that I missed my my all my attempts at like the my top set mm-hmm. and I had a lot of people coming back to me and they're like oh thank you for sharing this this is motivating that like it happens to miss lifts even though like things are going good. Mm-hmm. Not no, it's like it's part of the it's part of the journey I guess to some extent of, like understanding like that warm ups are super important and then cool down but you also have days that it's not going to work.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's just days that your body's just not feeling it. Yeah.
0: What was the biggest challenge for you of, like, mixing those practices, like the movement practice and, or the, the approach to movement and massage therapy?
1: Um, I think uh, trying to explain it uh, to a client. Um, them, like, more wanting to just get on the table um, I think I still kind of struggle with that a little bit. I'm still, like, trying to find my way around it um, to, like, educate the person more on movement-based stuff.
0: Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. One thing I've started using lately, because Sudbury is a very old-school town in a sense of, like, it's very... Pa- a lot of passive modalities. Okay. So what I started doing at one point, when things, like, it was people just coming in on the table, I just stopped putting sheets on the table. Oh, and they're like, there's no sheets today? No, no. There's going to be sheets, but first got to talk. Hmm. Oh, that's not a bad one. Yeah. And they're like, what, what do you mean? I'm like, well, like, I, I don't mind seeing you every week because you're paying me, but like, there's better things to do to get a massage.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Like, I want to hear about you on social media or like you text me about hitting a new PR or, or going on another race or something cool instead of like telling me that like your back hurts all the time mm,
1: mm-hmm. or like putting in the work uh.
0: yeah yeah or like just something simple of like oh i woke up without pain today mm, yeah mm-hmm. i'd rather hear that than like treat you for pain mm-hmm.
1: oh yeah
0: and I, that that approach has been actually very very successful lately because like people are like oh, okay there's a process of getting better mm. And it's nice to, to see the value of just something simple of like getting the room not ready or like quote unquote not ready because in school it's like so okay <laughs> you got to get the room ready everything needs to be perfect before everyone gets in and you're like yes it's good but mm-hmm. there's something really cool we got to figure out first
1: mm-hmm. yeah That's
0: uh... well so So moving from that, um, moving from this approach, like what's the goal for you in the next couple of years?
1: Um, I would definitely say getting like some sort of teaching and mobility. Um, I would love to teach courses to people or classes. Nice. Um, Yeah.
0: Because I think there's an RMT that was working with a CrossFit hotel. Oh, okay. that was doing some classes like this or like mobility classes I'll I'll send it to you after Okay. Uh, but that's interesting that's really cool like which a uh, kind of flow like or like more on the yoga side of things
1: like um maybe like a little bit of flow but more into kind of what kin stretch does um, Maybe like, mixing with you, I don't
0: know, yeah. Nice, interesting. Cause like, mm-hmm. that's really cool that you're, you wanna teach, right? Cause it's the essence of communication and like creating also to make sure your craft gets better and better. Mm-hmm. More time you're, ex- like, it's fun posting videos online but you don't have the, the instant feedback of like, oh, do this like this or the coaching mm-hmm. aspect. Like
1: in the moment
0: with the person. Or like yeah i'm sure like finding a way that like you're seeing your video of your handstand you're like oh, okay i got to just change this and then you're a you're able to do it mm-hmm. and there's something really cool doing that with a client one-on-one but imagine in a class where like you show up you fix someone's that's been working for a year to a handstand and then they're like ah oh, okay just do this now and then everyone's seeing the progress it's like it's very cool to, to have that aspect.
1: Mm, yeah, I think it's also motivating too for the other people.
0: Oh, yeah. That's really cool. That's really cool. Any other courses are, your, are on your radar?
1: Mm, or like, not any, I really looked into.
0: Oh, nice. I like that. Mm. I, li- I really like that because usually like for me, like throughout school, it was like, okay, I want to do those courses by this time. I want to do all this. But now you're like, no, no, I just want to put in the reps at what I want to do. I like that, it's really cool that you don't want to rush the process.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm more, yeah, I'm more of like pick one and try and stick with it until done and then move on. Unless one like pops up where I'm like, oh, that looks very interesting.
0: But yeah, that, What that's really cool because it's not all the time we like, I hear this, a lot of people are like always hunting for more education or mm. and, or just have a hard time sticking with an idea
1: mm. I'm definitely like always looking to like get more education but like I'm looking for more education in the mobility route so I'm kind of staying in one area I guess
0: yeah and that's weird right there's and there's so much like fishes I guess in this pond of mobility mm-hmm it's like finding one lens that you want to look into Mm -hmm. interesting and it's also like you want something that's going to jive with the idea you're sharing too
1: oh yeah yeah for sure
0: like one thing why i didn't follow the frc route it's because like i followed a bit more of the prescript and route for like mobility stability and i took a skill acquisition and a weightlifting course and thinking of taking their prescript level one at the end of the year and the only reason it's because they're more on the strength base of things like i do mm-hmm. okay. so it's like it's like uh i was looking into frc but i was like oh do do i really want to i was not too sure but when i saw what prescript was able to offer i was like oh sign me up
1: mm-hmm.
0: interesting yeah. but it's the same thing with you right of the uh, the fact of like okay you want to be, for you, a full range of motion is super, super important.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I- I to gymnastics, like full range of motion, having strength in those motions.
0: Yeah. Because that's the essence of mobility, right? It's strength and range mm-hmm. of motion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really interesting. That's really, really interesting. Because, mm-hmm. like, even, like, for prescript, there's a lot of mobility that are talking about it. But at the end of the day, they're talking about, like, loading that tissue as much as possible so that's really cool interesting so and how is the goal for practice for you like what's the upcoming like do you want to bump to like 30 clients a week <laughs> i
1: don't know <laughs> i don't know if i could do 30 clients a
0: week how yes. much do you see right now um 20 to 23 oh, okay so you're you're living that full-time life typically yeah Yeah,
1: do full time RMT now. (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's that's so huge to achieve in a year. Congrats! Thanks. Um, That's amazing. How do you manage all those notes, by the way? Pardon? How do you manage all the treatment notes?
1: Oh my god, so hard. (laughs) Uh, I get so distracted. There's like I can't just sit down and write the notes.
0: (laughs) That's what I put a I put in. a whiteboard in my office Okay. And I'm, and I'm like those are the technique I've used copy paste to the picture to uh, the, the software that I use and I'm like all right this is what we did today
1: <laughs> amazing because
0: writing writing delicate intense notes I'm like oh, I understand muscles sentences are hard
1: <laughs> yeah, mine are like broken sentences.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. and like you're like, it's funny how like in high school or even in like massage school, I don't like for university. Like it was just like notes was like, how can I shorten the word? How many words can I shorten in one sentence to understand it as much as possible?
1: Yeah, take out all the vowels.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Oh,
1: god. Yeah. So how's
0: the? So, how's the work schedule for you like how's like I'm curious to see like understand like your schedule because
1: um like what days I work or
0: you seem in your office right now that's why
1: um oh yes I'm in the clinic because I work today
0: oh congrats cool
1: yeah I work Sunday to Thursday um nice oh it's pretty
0: nice
1: sometimes in the evenings other times in the mornings
0: oh so do you alternate like Monday and like mornings evenings all the time
1: um, so it's like Sundays, the days, and then Monday, Tuesday evenings, and then Wednesday, Thursday morning, afternoons.
0: Cool. What was the hardest challenge to create your schedule? And like, since you're full-time RMT now?
1: Um, creating the full-time schedule? Or
0: or just like the time slot you've allowed yourself to work?
1: Um, actually, like Kelly helped a lot. With- oh, really? Cool. Yeah. Um, so starting out, um, we only had like so much time. So like, I had to go with that. And um, uh, but afterwards she like gave me advice on like how many clients to see when you're starting out and like slowly building up so that you don't burn yourself out. Um and then like the time slots, like finding what work, works best for you, what works best for um like when I'm actually able to focus and um eating too like that's important so i need to make sure that i'm able to have my lunches my dinners and mm-hmm. proper nutrition so.
0: yeah because like for me it's like i like on thursday it's my day i see 10 people in a day Ooh. yeah like there's there's fuel that's a lot of fuel and food that comes before work and after work mm-hmm. and but it's only the only day that i work as much as possible and then the rest of the week i'm gonna like see two to three people tops oh okay because it's my training res day also so i'm like uh i'm just gonna pump out as much client or as much work i can do in a day Mm -hmm. and right now like the sweet spot is between eight and Mm ten but the rest of the week it's like four tops
1: okay yeah i see five
0: six maybe like, oh cool congrats that's huge that is especially coming like for both of us right like we, we graduated in 2019 and now that we're out of school it's like you don't talk about building a business in school
1: oh no like, <laughs> right i had no idea what i was doing coming into
0: this you're like <laughs> i need three jobs to support myself what <laughs> the hell is going on and then Oh, okay no no i just which is interesting right because even like minute motion that you created that would never happen in school of understanding this
1: hmm yeah no not at all school i feel is, like so structured in what they presented.
0: so like what was the biggest challenge from like taking what you learned in school and like one creating your business with recover rx and like your minute emotion like what was the biggest challenge from like what you learned in the textbook to apply it in practice
1: um i think just like following my gut and my intuition and kind of like not forgetting about like textbook stuff but not relying so heavily on i need to do this like structured um
0: yeah because it's something that like it's so they're so hard on to in school and it makes sense, right? I think they want to give a, a foundation to everyone. Mm-hmm. I, I was a way better massage therapist when I was in school versus like what I am now, because now there's so much ideas. Yeah. Okay. You too? Yeah. Uh. And you get so many reps, right? You're like, okay, this is good. This is good now. Like I'm going to treat like a hip and it's going to be okay. We're going to start at the hip. Then we're going to go to the knee. Probably go to the shoulder at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Look like the the rib cage to see if there's any restriction happening there with the fascial lines.
1: Uh,
0: oh, cool! Now we're gonna do some like hip airplane and walking lunges to see if there's any compensation. And like, it just looks like a chaos.
1: Hmm.
0: <laughs> Compared in school, it was just like okay, treat the hip. When you're done with the hip, you move to the knee. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And from the knee, you go to the ankle, and then ankle, you come back up. <laughs> yeah. And then you got to go see the shoulder. you got to start at the neck and go to the shoulder to the elbow.
1: hmm Yeah.
0: But with, like, as much as i like, I love my chaos that I'm having right now because I could see Derek impacts from the table to the movement, right? I don't know if you're the same – you're sharing mm-hmm. the same thoughts.
1: Yeah, it's, like, um, so a little – in anatomy trains they're kind of the same way like you look at the person then you get them on the table you treat you get them back off the table it's like oh what has changed it's just like it was so foreign to me I was like what they're getting off the table <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah.
0: I could yeah. just I was a uh, with a conversation with a former uh, an upcoming RT in school that she's a personal trainer and then I was ranting on something and she was like I need to talk to you deeper. I'm like, how do you treat people? This is not what's going on in school. I'm like, I do what I want. I'm my own boss. Like, <laughs> I know the goal of treatment, and I'm gonna go that the way I believe it's the most accurate to go there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But same thing for me. When I went from my first course after I was done school, I was just like, we're allowed to do this. Yeah, this doesn't make
1: sense. Treat <laughs> with no sheet, like
0: <laughs> in a sports
1: bra and shorts, <laughs> but I have to drink.
0: <laughs> I'm so glad. I don't know for you, like how like how often you you treat like traditionally with sheets and all that. But I when I treat with no sheets, I am the best person ever. I'm the happiest kid on the planet.
1: Oh, me too. Because like I'm like we're free to move wherever we can move. <laughs>
0: No boundaries. Nothing's going to get exposed.
1: Yeah.
0: And I was just so glad. Like, funny story. Like, when I didn't, I don't know for you how your OSCE went. But the only thing I prayed for during my OSCE was a sideline drape. (laughs) I I just, like, I cannot. I I was just making prayers every night. I I don't want a sideline drape. I don't want a sideline drape. I don't want a sideline drape. Yeah. I cannot have this. Did you get the
1: sideline treat?
0: No, my prayers work. Oh, but <laughs> but it, it, it's so, it's something to be said, right? About, like, it's putting in the reps to understand what's the basic of a treatment with sheets. And then when you get the paper, you can do what, what you want to. Like.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, yeah, like, when you know the basics of, like, what you should be doing. But then, like, building on that of what else you could possibly do to give, like, a better all-around
0: treatment what was your thoughts like from learning that you could do those type of treatment what was your, your like the enlightenment or like what turned the switch of like oh how can I be better now
1: um like with those styles of
0: treatment or? yeah with the new style of treatment that you have adopt like if you sports bra shorts like moving from like the traditional sheets and you're like oh I could treat like this now hmm. how, how much better of a therapist you can be or like what was the, the, the something that turned the switch to understand, like, oh, I could offer more?
1: Um, yeah, I think, like, just doing that, just getting out and actually treating like that, I just, like, I felt more. Like, I was doing more. I was, like, it felt more me.
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah. Like, it, it, if you didn't, like, you... Oh, that's really cool to hear, because it, under like, oh, wow, I'm so pumped to hear that. Because... <laughs> But something as athlete, like you want something that's very dynamic as much as possible.
1: hmm yeah. And I find like with treating shorts, sports bra, like you can get dynamic
0: with that. Especially with the spot where you're at right now, like with Recover where it Mm-hmm, yeah. Like, and especially the clientele you're getting. Mm. yeah. It need like shit needs to move.
1: <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> like we have this new physio studio and like i can use that it's lovely <laughs> um, yeah yeah i telling like they need to move your bodies
0: <laughs> yeah and like the the reputation johanna and kelly have that follows and they could get in with you or the new physio that's part of the team and they're like oh okay everyone is the same here Hmm. yeah or not not everyone is the same, but everyone has a different approach to treatment, Yeah, which results in the same goal. Yeah. That's really nice. That's really cool. Finish off. What was the biggest, I don't want to take more of your time. I know it's Sunday and things need to move on your end, getting ready for the week. But what is the biggest lesson, lesson to take away from school to now the business side of things?
1: I think, um, like, following what you want to do. Um, not necessarily following the rules of what school told you to do. Um, probably be, like, the biggest lesson. Nice. Mm-hmm.
0: Nice. I'm so stoked to see what it's going to look like in the next couple of years for you. I'm super stoked with minute motion going really, like, to keep going. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Brianna, for your time.
1: Oh, thanks for having me.
0: Good. And, and we... Where could people find you uh, if you want to plug yourself plug yourself in? I'll and I'll plug your tires in the intro too.
1: So. Um, <laughs> my Instagram is Brianna Lemoyne RMT, um, and then that's pretty much all I have right now. Work at Edge Recover Rx. If you want to come see me. <laughs>